Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And welcome in. We got football. We got hoops. We got a little bit of everything. We got politics. We got people grabbing for the bag, trying to get out of town. So much going on on this week's edition of BetQLU alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. I'm Chris Mack. Welcome in. If you're watching this on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, we appreciate it. If you're listening inside your Odyssey app, whether it's live or as a podcast, we appreciate that as well. Make sure you subscribe however you get your podcasts, and make sure you've got that Odyssey app downloaded so you can listen to the BetQL Network live seven days a week, 24 hours a day, wherever you are in the world. Happy holidays to you. Our two-hour bowl extravaganza is still up, of course. You can download that podcast episode, watch it here on YouTube as well, uh, and see all of our plays and leans for the entire bowl slate. You can go back and check that out. Uh, But... The the bowl season as a whole, we can get into it in a second. I don't know. Hasn't it's it's felt more disappointing than usual this year. Again, we'll get into that in a second. Choppy, I'll start with you. How have the holidays been? And how have you paid for them, whether it be with bets or otherwise? I did have some bets that I was able to pay off uh the other night, Vodtech, West Virginia Oak State. Uh, but uh other than that, they've been good, man. Holidays are always good. I love the holidays. I'm uh I'm a sap. I should have started love. Actually, I'm just a <laughs> sappy holiday guy. Not British, but uh, I, sh- I should definitely have been in that movie. You could have done the Billy Bob role, definitely. Yeah. Oh, the, as the bad president, the the, yeah. the sexually harassing president. Yeah, it's perfect for me, man. I yeah. could have done that easy. Yeah, <laughs> John. <laughs> how the holidays treated you? There haven't been any world travels this week. No Vegas. 
no Caribbean. That's right. Um, just just sitting at home, <laughs> nailing big fat uh, NFL bets. That's right on this Pittsburgh Steelers, oh. my trusty Steelers, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. I. Uh, they, they were Christmas was good. I woke up to uh, uh, Raiders plus eleven and a half, and I was like, "This is out of control." There's no way that these two teams are eleven and a half points apart. So I hit the Raiders, and that was just no sweat. Uh, so the holidays were very, very good for me, and they continue because I get to be on here with you guys. What a blessing! Oh, how sweet of you. Let's talk about this Kansas uh, UNLV game that we were we were talking about in our group chat the other day. Did something shady go down in this game? The line move, massive line movement the morning of the game. Now, there were questions about quarterback and who'd be available and who was going to play and all this. Um, but then just what it ended up being, 18 penalties or something crazy on the Jayhawks, um, yeah. seemingly keeping UNLV in this thing at every turn. Look, I like UNLV. I talked about them earlier in the year. Uh, because I really like my guy, Brendan Marion, who's the OC there. Um, but this had, I don't know, this one just felt funny, John. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Um, there have been a few There have been a few games like that. Um, I mean, the um, the UTSA game, we talked about it last week, but, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it plummeted without any, without any reporting, right? Um, now, Frank Harris ultimately did not play, and it was all – Related to that, it was like 12 and a half, 13 day of, and then it plummeted to seven by the time the game kicked off. Of course, UTSA won and covered uh, the same way that Kansas won and covered most numbers, not all numbers, but most numbers. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, it is exactly the kind of game that if there were ever anything funny going on, a bowl game that doesn't matter, you know, that's the one it would probably be. But I think it was just a reaction to somebody you know, who's respected um, or or maybe not even respected. Somebody heard that Jason Bean had the flu and was not going to play, which would have put Kansas on their right. third-string ba- uh, quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they put probably a lot of money on on uh, on UNLV plus 13, plus 13 and a half. And that's probably not a normal thing that's happening, you know, if it's a 5000 or a $10,000 bet on a bowl game like that. And so then you, I think, you know, you just see that one-way steam because somebody's like, oh, something must be going on. This book moved, that book moved, and then it just becomes sort of a domino effect. So I don't know if there was anything funny going on. I think somebody just got bad information about the quarterback, you know, not playing, and he wound up playing. Yeah, all yeah, those calls though, choppy. Like that makes you question things, right? And maybe I'm maybe I'm being too conspiratorial. No, I mean I don't know that you are. I mean, this is not the first time this has happened this year. We saw this happen earlier in the year uh, with a UNLV New Mexico game where. They open at a 10-point favorite, and they close at 16-and-a-half. Um, and, that that look, that's that's not normal, right? You don't usually have six-point swings. Now, you do when there's a quarterback out, but, my gosh, they lose Patrick Mahomes, for crying out loud. Um, and in this one, to go from 13-and-a-half at 9 a.m., really 6 a.m. at the time of the game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. 7 a.m. At, at the time of the game in Arizona in that local time uh, up till three o'clock and it's eight and a half. That's a big that's a big movement in the same day when you don't really know the health status of Beam. like you thought you may have had the flu. It doesn't mean he's going to play. It doesn't mean he's not going to play. That's that's almost one of those things where it's more likely they take it off the board 
then they move the line that many points, right? Like, you know, if you don't have – if they don't have the awareness and the and the, uh, the intel on an injury or a sickness, I mean, how many times have we seen them just take the game off the board momentarily as opposed to right. moving mm-hmm. the line five points? And then when you factor in one team had 18 penalties uh, called against them, mm-hmm. the, the, the team that was in the lead, right? They had 18 penalties called against them. Uh, and then, you know, the other team had like, what, half? Nine penalties yeah. was what UNLV was called for. I mean, that's that that's a lot. That's that's a big discrepancy. But they did Just cover the, all I, those numbers, though. And just they covered. Did. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. That's, yeah, they still did. You know, I mean, I the, think what, that's maybe not the thirteen and a half. And, yeah, I mean, and Jason the, Bean the had an enormous game. Yeah, six yeah, touchdowns. I, um, how many chunk plays were there in that? game? I mean, huge plays, like. Of at least yep. 40 or, or more yards or at least three or four that I can think of. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's just – this is why people end up having their conspiracy theories because of wild line movements like that. And then when you throw the icing on top of the cake of the penalties, I understand the conspiracy theories. I'm not saying they're necessarily right. I understand people yep. that want to theorize. Um, let's well, talk I, bigger I money. Make, even. I want to make one point real Go quick, ahead. Chris, if I can. Just in bowl yeah. season, if you just sort of notice – Steam is one way. If 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 one side starts to get hit, it just avalanches from there. Like it doesn't stop. Let's take for example Missouri Ohio State. Okay, this number mm-hmm. was two and a half last week. It is now all the way out to minus three and a half for Ohio State. I mean, it's just been you know whether it's UTSA or, or should I say Marshall Steam whether it's UNLV steam, whether it's Ohio State steam, Kentucky is now down to four. This steam that we're seeing in bowl season is just all one way. Like there's never a point where it gets hit back. Like an NFL side will get hit yeah. back, right? And we're right. not seeing that in bowl season. And I don't, I don't know if that's because people just assume someone has information somewhere about an opt-out, and I, I think that's probably a lot of it. But I, I guess my, my, my point is steam – doesn't mean what it means in these games than a regular week four yeah. of college football season yeah. or, you know, the NFL. Point. I, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I think you can make – if you have the time to really pay attention to the opt-outs and go back and look at the contributions those opt-outs made during the season, I think you can really – like, you know, WNBA, right, has is, is always been like a you, – you could you – could, you can make bank on WNBA. You can yeah. outsmart the books a lot. I think you can do the same thing when it comes to college bowl season. If you pay attention enough, it takes a lot of work. If you pay pay attention enough, I think college bowl season is like an untapped market. Yeah, it's yes. inefficient. Because definitely. we have so much more yeah. surface area to defend, right? I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like there's there's it's like the Mikael Bridges thing yesterday when the reports came out that, you know, he was only going to play a quarter for the Nets. And it's like they can only – the books can only react so fast. You know, if you beat them to that and you just hammer the, you know, full game unders in, a, in an SGP, you're going to make a lot into the Draymond Green thing, you know. So you can you can definitely attack if you're on top of your game. And I think this is sort of the same thing. That's a good point. Um, let's talk bigger bags of money than even the stuff going on uh, in the Kansas-UNLV game. Let's talk Florida State. Um, they've started the process of – politicking their way or paying their way out of the ACC. Um, there, the question, there's a million questions, but I'll start here. 
where where does Florida State land? Because that's the most intriguing question to me. Once they free themselves from the ACC, there will be, I don't know if it'll be a bidding war of sorts or what it'll look like, but I would imagine the Big Ten and the SEC are already fighting behind the scenes about what they're willing to do to land Florida State. This is exactly what Florida State wanted the whole time, by the way, was they want to be the prettiest girl to dance. Um, And getting uh, spurned by the CFP just made them feel even more like they've got to run out and show everybody again just how pretty they are. Um, But Choppy, this is – we've heard – the Big Ten wants television markets. And if they can – Snap up all of Florida, essentially, Miami, Tampa, St. Uh, Tampa, St. Pete, Jacksonville, the entire state, basically, uh, by snapping up Florida State. They'd love to do that. The SEC would like to have Florida State, but Florida, they're not a fan of that. I mean, there's the, the backroom politicking is going to be endless over the next year or two until this actually goes down. Uh, so where do you think they end up landing? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, Well, this is an interesting one because... The SEC for for years had a um, sort of a, a gentleman's agreement in place where they wouldn't take a school in a state that they're already in. So if you weren't a member of the institutions that were there in 1932 when they all met, so those schools were Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. So if you weren't one of them, you know, you're you're not going to get in this conference if you're in a state that they're already in. Then they add A&M, and then they go back on that and allow Texas in. But a and is not like mm-hmm. a charter member, right? I don't believe the right. SEC is going to tell a charter member of their conference, arguably the best job in the conference, Second for now, until Texas comes in. Florida, Georgia, I'm sorry, Florida and Texas, arguably the two best jobs in the country. You never have to leave. And you're the premier team in the state. So I I find it very hard to believe the SEC is going to tell Florida, you have to take another team from your from your state 
and allow them to the conference. Either they go to the Big Ten, either their backup plan is the Big 12. Here's my question, though, John. If 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 the is the SEC willing to cut off their nose to spite their face? I guess in this case, because look, we're 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 building towards a point where the the two behemoths are going to take over and leave everybody else in their wake, and you mm-hmm. want to be you want to be the one that snaps up again, the prettiest girl at the dance in this case in Florida State. And if Florida has to, you know, if you if you got to do something behind the scenes to soothe the University of Florida and make them feel better about it, you do what you have to do in order to, you're not expanding the footprint necessarily, but you're keeping the other big big boy on the block from expanding their footprint. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you just sort of have to understand sort of who you're dealing with in RJ. You know, he is a, a an SEC fundamentalist, you know. <laughs> yes. He graduate, you know, he's he knows the history. And he's right. And, and if this were, you know, 2013, 2003, uh, I would say – no way, just no way. Politically, it's not going to happen. But man, this thing is changing so fast. And, you know, you start to get into a question of money too, right? Like Ted DiBiase said, everybody got a price. Everybody's got a mm-hmm. price. Right. So oh, what, baby. what's Florida? Woo! You know, what's Florida's <laughs> price? Um, right. To, to, to be able to stomach Florida State, because obviously that's going to increase you know, their television package, it just is. I mean, and, and, and I think, like, you have to ask yourself, will, will we just let, basically, Florida State go to the Big Ten? Will we just sit idly by while they snap up a, a share of that Florida market, you know? Right. I think the answer to that is probably no. That would be my guess. Yeah, I – there's a question in here, too, about like, there's bigger money to be had in the Big Ten. Like, if you're Florida State, and I think a lot of Florida State uh, fans and alumni, like, there's there's something romantic about being in the SEC, right? The Big yeah. Ten, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the that's the, that's the the what's best for business move, right? If we're going to continue the, the wrestling analogies, right? That's, that's Vince McMahon sauntering down the ramp, arms swinging like Conor McGregor and saying, no, we're going to the Big Ten. Um, I, if I'm a Florida state fan, this, and this is about, is this about money or is this about respect? Like, don't tell me it's about respect. It's about money. Like, it, it's, <laughs> that's what all of this is about. And so the big 10 would be the play. And I think would make more sense. Maybe talk just a couple more minutes about this on the other side of the break. And then we got to dive into college hoops as well. And uh, as we start to push away from the non-con portion of the schedule and close it out and dive fully into conference play, what do we think about some of these conferences? Who ranks where? We start to talk about uh, national championship odds as well. Alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin, I'm Chris Mack. You're locked into BetQLU.